going on, guys? Matt Wyke, Wyke Fitness. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. So today is part two of our winter bulking series. Last week, we touched on the workouts. Today, it's all about nutrition. Now, when we talk about winter bulking, people, you know, they, they tend to get it confused with, I'm going to just eat everything in sight to put on as much mass as possible. Now, while in theory, yeah, okay, maybe... Maybe that is accurate, but it's really what type of size you're putting on. Let me explain. So we have two different ways to bulk. We have a clean bulk and we have a dirty bulk. Dirty bulk is I'm going to eat everything in sight to put on as much mass as possible. If that's your goal and you're not worried about how much body fat you're putting on, by all means, go for it. Eat the donuts, the Twinkies, the McDonald's, the Wendy's. Have a half gallon of ice cream. Eat whatever you want. Cool. However, I don't recommend that. Because what happens is, at the end of winter, when you put on as much size as you can, and you're like, yeah, I put on all this size. Cool, now I'm going to get ready for spring and show off all of my lean, you know, new lean muscle mass. But now you have to work twice as hard because now you have to strip off all the body fat that you added. Now, if you dirty bulk and you just add body fat and not lean muscle tissue, guess what's going to happen? Once you shed that weight off, you're going to be basically the exact same size that you were before you did your dirty bulk. So for that reason, I recommend doing a clean bulk. And that's where you really focus on the quality of the food, the source itself, in terms of your caloric surplus. Now, Let's just use, because I think in last week's episode, we used a 2,000 calorie maintenance um, when we were just kind of dabbling into a little bit of nutritional talk. So let's use that again. If you're at 2,000 calories, that's your maintenance. You're not gaining or losing weight at that point. If you go below 2,000 calories, you're going to be in a deficit, which is going to cause you to you know potentially lose weight. A surplus is where you're eating more than the 2,000 calories, and you could start putting on size. Now, going back to the two different types, the the clean bulk, the dirty bulk, both will put you in a surplus, but the clean bulk is going to be a nice steady increase in size, which is going to help minimize how much body fat you're actually gaining during those winter months, which means come spring, instead of like with the dirty bulk, where you're going to have to shed a ton of weight off, Maybe you only have to shed a couple pounds to get off the little extra body fat that you added during a clean bulk. Now, again, when you're bulking, you will put on a little bit of body fat simply because you are in a caloric surplus and and not all of the calories are going to be utilized for building new lean muscle tissue. Now, that being said, where, where you start from is pretty debatable. I've heard everything from taking your body weight, multiplying it by 15 as a starting point. I've seen people say, take your body weight and multiply it by 33 to get your starting point. It's it's all over the place. What I always recommend and, and how I structure things with my clients is I take their maintenance. So again, let's use 2000 calories. We're going to slowly ramp up the calories until we start to see that tipping point of where 
they're starting to gain a little too much weight in terms of the body fat and not enough lean tissue. Now, it's really going to come down to taking your measurements, taking your weight, taking your body fat. Those three things are going to come into play with, with your results. So if you see your weight going up on the scale, you see your measurements going up on the scale, but you also see your body fat going up on the scale, then you know that you need to change some stuff and, and, and restructure your nutrition. Or maybe you need to add in a little bit of cardio. But cardio kind of defeats the purpose during a bulk in terms of you know trying to burn calories because you're trying to be in a surplus. So we're not really trying to burn calories. Yes, you can do cardio and you should do cardio during the week during your bulk just for heart health benefits, but don't do it to the extent of you're trying to burn calories because in a surplus, you may already find it difficult to take in enough food to meet the caloric number that you need to hit for your daily intake. So let's just use that 2000 calorie marker again uh, as your maintenance. If you're trying to bulk, let's start off by adding 250 additional calories. So it's pretty much the, the inverse of what we do when we're trying to lose weight. So we start off slow, maybe go up 250 calories per day. Measure your results at the end of the week. If you're not putting on body fat, maybe that following week, you go up another 250, which from your starting point to that week would be 500 calories per day. Measure and track your results over that week and check your body fat and and your measurements and your weight again. So similar to how it is when, when you're trying to lose weight and cut body fat, you always want to be measuring everything and tracking so that you have a system in place where you have a way to compare previous data to today's data or this week's data or biweekly or, or whatever. If you're not tracking it, it's impossible for you to know how you're actually gaining the weight. You may look at the scale and say, cool, the number is going up, which would make you think that, okay, cool, I'm putting on size Hopefully it's lean muscle tissue, but you don't know that. And I don't like to assume things. I, I like looking at numbers because the numbers don't lie. So when you track things, you're holding yourself accountable for your lean muscle tissue gains as well as your body fat. And again, once once your body fat starts you know, tipping the scale higher than, than the rate at which you're adding your qualities, you know, lean muscle tissue... That's when you know that you need to change things up. Now, a clean bulk is all about eating more of the quality sources of your macros. So your proteins, your carbs, your fats. You need to look at what you're eating. Now, can you add in some extra cheat meals during the week? Whereas maybe previously you were only throwing in one a week just so that you weren't gaining or losing mass. You're trying to just maintain while also you know having a lifestyle where you're, you're not restricting what you can and cannot eat. During a bulk, you have a little bit more play with, with eating some of the, the delicious treats that maybe you weren't eating when you were trying to cut or maintain. But at the same time, you need to keep it in check by, at the end of the week, looking at the numbers to make sure that you're still aligned with your goals and you're not gaining too much body fat. So if you were eating... And, and, and I hate saying how many meals you need to eat during the day because your meal frequency, it, that, that whole thing has been 
debunked. You know, eating, you know, five small meals, seven small meals a day, you know, it's going to boost your metabolism and this and that. that. That has all been debunked by science and research. So you don't have to focus on how many meals you're consuming, so to speak. However, I will say this, when you're bulking, it's hard to eat, say, if you're used to three meals, really piling on more food to get that intake to where it needs to be, where you're going to see some size gains. So it might be worthwhile to simply add another meal or a bigger snack during the day to help you get those calories in. Now, some people come to me and they say, hey, Matt, I can't get in enough calories to reach the number that you have you know, set for me. What, what can I do? At that point, I would look for something like a protein powder. And, and I'm not big on always pushing the supplement side of things like taking, you know, whole food out of the equation and and replacing that with supplements. You know, supplements are just that they're to supplement your already hopefully solid nutrition plan, right? So if you're finding you're eating three or four meals based off your schedule, but you're still down, say the 250 that you need to add each day, Maybe you add in a protein shake at that point. Now, most protein shakes, even at two scoops, you're not going to be tipping, you know, that 250 number. So you might have to add in some some extra stuff where what I like to do is, and, and I'm not going to say that meal replacement, I hate that, but meal replacement shakes are bad. I just think that most of them aren't ideal. Now, what I mean by that is most meal replacement shakes are putting in a whole bunch of junk just to add the, the calories and the carbs and the fats up. What I would prefer to have at least my clients do is take the regular protein shake that you use, maybe post-workout, take that exact same protein powder, put it in a blender if you don't already, and then add some ingredients to it. So maybe you're adding some type of nut butter, almond butter, uh, natural peanut butter, whatever the case may be, you add that in. So that's going to increase your fats, which is going to increase your overall calories for that shake. Maybe you toss in a banana. Now you're increasing your carbohydrates, which again is going to increase your total calories. Uh, if If you want some added micronutrients to it, now it's not going to add a whole bunch of calories, but if you're looking for the health benefits, you can throw in spinach, you can throw in kale, you can pretty much throw in whatever you want, okay? But that lets you alter your own meal replacement shake, so to speak, with your own macro, you know, ratio. So you're not tied into a product that is just loaded with a bunch of dextrose or or just bad fats. You know, you get to have a delicious treat, which is what I consider those types of shakes, but without the, the negative consequences of having it be full of junk. So I don't want to drag this out too long. I think you guys are are, are getting the, the grasp and the understanding of, of what I'm trying to convey here. And that is constantly measure, you know, record, measure, track, analyze, modify every single week until you see the results that, that you're striving for. If there was a one-size-fits-all nutrition plan of this is what you need to do to bulk, 
this is what you need to maintain. This is what you need to lose weight. That would be so, so, so easy. Okay. We wouldn't have this obesity epidemic that we have today. If there was, if it was, you know, you draw a line in the sand and this is that way. And that is that way. It, it, it doesn't work that way. It's each individual, um, has his or her own, you know, metabolic rate, how you store and utilize the food that you consume, um, what you do with, with body fat, how much, you know, brown fat you have. There's so many things that, that go into account with this, uh, testosterone levels, estrogen levels, uh, you know, your, your T3, uh, thyroid hormone. There's so much stuff that goes into this, that I can't sit here and give you a sure plan that's going to work. It's it's going to take a little uh, it, it, tracking on your part and, and modification to fit your individual needs and body type and results. So take what, what I'm talking about in, in this given podcast and apply it. And from there, make sure you're looking at how everything is falling into place. I like to track everything on the same day each week and around the same time. So for instance, Sunday, I would wake up, I would weigh myself, I would get my body fat, okay, which the scale does. Now the the bioimpedance, I get it, it's not 100% accurate. However, regardless of what that number says, if it goes up or down, will tell me if I'm gaining or losing body fat. So that's kind of how I how I gauge everything. So whatever that number is, I use it. True, it may not be 100% accurate, but from there, at least the the data moving forward will tell me how much I'm gaining, losing, or or keeping the same. So all of that will sync with uh, my fitness pal on on my actual smartphone, my uh, iPhone. So. I don't have to do anything from there. Now I'll do the measurements then too. So I can see, okay, cool. I'm putting on size on uh, my legs, on my chest, uh, arms, shoulders, whatever the case may be. And each week I have a data point that I can check with the following week. So tracking all of this is extremely important in your success and, and the results that you get from this. Because one of two things are going to happen. You're either going to succeed by putting on quality quality lean muscle mass, or I guess you could say you succeed, but yet you fail at the same time by putting on weight, but it's primarily all body fat. So I want you guys to put on as much lean tissue as you can over the winter months for your bulk. So that comes spring you don't have to work as hard to shed off some of that body fat that you might have gained. And then, you know, spring, summer months, you know, you can show off all of those size gains that you put on. Now, if you guys ever have questions, I know last week we talked about the workouts. I got a few questions from that um, in, in my inbox. I'm sure I'm going to get some questions from this from a nutritional standpoint of, you know, Maybe what are some carbs that you would recommend? What fats do you recommend? Protein? What protein powder do you use? Stuff like that. If you guys have questions, because I'm not going to load it into this this podcast, many of you are already on track with your nutrition. You know what's a good source of protein. You know what a quality carbohydrate and fat 
would be, um, you know, if you're using a protein powder, why would I give you another protein powder if you're fine with the one that you're utilizing, unless you want something different, but feel free to let me know. Comment, if you're watching this on YouTube, comment below. Uh, I would love to hear your feedback on on maybe what you're trying to accomplish this winter. Are you bulking? Maybe you're trying to cut, you know, maybe maybe your your long-term goal is to lose weight. So even during the winter months, you're still looking to to lose weight and lose body fat. I would love to know what your goals are uh, for the rest of the year and getting into 2020. So again, if you have questions, you can always hit me up on social media, at Wyke Fitness on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, you know, you can DM me, you can go to the website, wakefitness.com, click on contact and then put in the information and then it'll send it over to me. Um, But I would love to help you guys in any way that I can. Hopefully you got something out of this podcast and you understand the difference and what you should be looking for and how you should be tracking your results uh, during your bulk. And with that being said, you know, I I wish you guys the best uh, best of luck in your bulking season, if that's the direction that you tend to go. Um, But with that being said, I appreciate the attention. I love you guys being here. Feel free to like, favorite, subscribe, share this with your friends if you think that others would find it beneficial. The more that this information gets out to the masses, the more people that it can help. So with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys have a fantastic Thanksgiving and hope to see you guys on the next episode.